Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cap, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats, cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. June 1st, 2022. Happy birthday, Kentucky. Hey, happy, happy birthday. 230 years young, Kentucky was admitted to the Union on this day. 230 years, Justin. What year was that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, 17. Oh, my goodness, Justin. 92. You know how you can remember that? No. It's a bourbon. Oh, good oh. good call. <laughs> good call. I will fully admit didn't put that two and two together on that one. Yes, yeah. Like that there I know there was a bourbon called 1792. Didn't know why. Now it yeah. now it now it clicks for me. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We got intern Jacob here as well. An MVP early leading candidate for MVP of the show. Intern Jacob. He's really been showing out lately. Mm-hmm. Brought us some Thornton's donuts this morning for Kentucky's birthday. Nice gesture. From the kid, way to go, intern Jacob. You did it. Yay. He's, he's humble and he's <laughs> taking, a, taking a victory lap. <laughs> that was very nice of you. We appreciate it. How are, you, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, I am fantastic. What a weekend it was. Oh, yeah? What did what, you do? <clears throat> oh, you know, I went up to the, the good old EYBL. Mm-hmm. Oh. Saw some, saw some name faces, you know, Carmelo, Russell, Bradley, not LeBron. Not, no LeBron James? We do have an update with that, by the way. Oh, we have an update? We have an update. You know, a couple targets, Dillingham, don't really know how to say his name, Matas, Mat- something like that. Matas Bazili? Yeah, that guy. Um, DJ Wagner. You know, it was it was great. It was Good. great. You you were willing to take credit for Robert Dillingham's commitment to Kentucky. How did you how did intern Jacob finalize Dillingham's decision? Okay. So you know me, Kentucky guy, always repping. Got my Kentucky shirt on. It's the last game of the day for me. I'm about to head out. My buddy texts me, he's like, Come over here and watch Dillingham for a minute. And I was like, All right. So they're warming up. Dillingham just throws down this nasty windmill. He's got a little smile on his face. He's coming back. And he I see him glance at me for like two seconds. And I just point to the UK logo on my shirt. And he goes ear to ear. Smile. Wow. Whoa. Wow. He's definitely coming to Kentucky. Oh, I mean, it's hands down. 
There is no other school he could possibly go to at this point. (laughs) No chance. I love it. Well, good. Oh, you did it. I did it again. Wow. I'm on fire. Somebody stop me. Our producers are on a heater. Did he turn you down for a picture? I didn't ask. Okay, good. Smart. Yeah. Smart. (laughs) You do have to remember that he is four years younger than you now. Three. Okay. But, you know, that could be a little weird. Oh, and also enjoy that. Just you get older and the high school recruits always stay the same age. (laughs) And then it just makes you feel super old. Same thing for the girls. That's that's true. That is true. Well, way to go. We're going to talk more about EYBL. We may talk more recruiting. So we may want to pick your brain about what you saw, what you didn't see, and, and again, who else maybe did or did not turn you down for potential pictures. But uh, to celebrate Kentucky's birthday, we're going to give away some shady rays today. We don't really know how, uh, but we'll, we'll figure that out as we go along. We love shady rays. You will as well. We'll talk more about them uh, as the show continues. Roush, how was your Tuesday evening? Uh, First day back after a long weekend, never the most fun, but then you also have to be appreciative that, boom, one work day, we're already at hump day. Yeah, Justin was ta- excited that it's already Wednesday. Couldn't believe the week's halfway over. But I, I did the thing too, TJ, where once I got rolling yesterday, I was feeling pretty good. And I ended up uh, pretty much working all day. It was it was a little bit of a busy-ish day. Um, and then – Wrapped up the day and spanked it on the bottom with a little bit of yard work. Ooh! Added uh, a couple of zucchinis, a couple of peas, a few herbs to to the the old Roush vegetable garden. Cut some grass. Still got to fix my weed eater though. That's just a pain in my you know what. I hate weed eating. Yeah, with, with a burning passion. My weed eater, it just if it's not one thing, it's the other. Mm-hmm. So I got a my my the the string doesn't like it's been twice this season alone where I've gone to pull the string and it doesn't retract. And I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? And then you got to unscrew it. And all, all I have to do is just unscrew it and hit the damn thing with the screwdriver and it goes right back. But it's, it's just a pain in the butt because the, the screws are like a combination of Phillips and flathead and n- neither screwdriver really gets in there real good. It's just a pain in the ass. Really stupid, really aggravating. So I just keep putting it off. That's it. Seems like anytime I get into a weed eating kick, I have problems with the string, and then it's just I spend more time actually messing with the string and the weed eater than yep. I would be doing the actual weed eating. Oh yeah. So then I just don't. I just have somebody else do it. I'm probably what's probably going to end up happening is I'm going to fix it, and then it's going to break one more time, and then I'm just going to end up getting a new one when it's on sale around Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. And getting a longer one, too. I can't be too big for those tiny. Seems like grills, weed eaters, maybe even some lawnmowers. Lawnmowers maybe not included. But, like, for especially grills, like just yeah. kind of your key, cheap gra- gas grills, weed eaters, some of the, your yard equipment, just easier to get something new than have to fuss with trying with it. to, like, yeah. get it yeah. fixed or something like that. Right. Unless uh, you've got, like, a really good one, but I'm just talking about the cheapies. And maybe those fa- are why Father's they Day, break. too, is uh, that's when I got my grill last year. And, like, you can get one of those four-burner gas grills for 150 175 yeah. bucks. Yeah, I thought they were much more expensive as not an adult. But grills were like pricey pieces of equipment. No, not it's so just much. Propane oh, over, <laughs> you know. Although there are some that are expensive. 
you can certainly spend money on a grill if need be. Ooh, one thing I forgot until being around a ton of kids this weekend at our lake house, I bet there was 8, 10 or something, completely forgot that kids do not like grill marks on oh. their food. Oh. Yes. My my cousin, luckily my cousin was smart. He brought one of those um, those little mats that you stick on there so they don't get grill marks. And the whole time I'm thinking, well, that's the whole point of grilling is so I can get grill marks on my food. Kids, Justin, they're so spoiled. I mean, I, I remember being like that as a kid, too, because you, you think it's burnt. You think it's dirty or you think or, it's burnt. Yeah, yeah, burnt. Burnt was always my thing. But now I'm I'm like you, Roush. Yeah, I want to give you all the whole. Marks. That's the whole point. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure as a kid I probably didn't love burn marks, but also don't think I wouldn't eat them if they were present. Although I do know some kids that are just like, nope, not touching that. Yeah, totally forgot, too. Some kids can be really picky. Just things you... Uh, th- th- things you don't realize when you don't deal with them on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, kids. Kids these days. How's the how's pregnancy number two going? Uh, baby, I I can you, we can feel I can feel a kick every once in a while now. That's exciting. Yeah, I was falling asleep the other night and got a whap right right to my hand and was like, oh, hey there, baby. I just didn't know if second go around for mom would be more annoying, least uh, less annoying because you know what you're expecting, or more annoying because you know what you're expecting. Um, or it's just, Hey, I've done it before. This is nothing. I'll be fine. Oh, she's told me that I'm carrying the next one. So, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a good luck. Was it twin? (laughs) What what movie is it? The Schwarzenegger was pregnant. It's not twins. I don't know. But you know, you know, I'm talking about though, the one where he, he's having a baby. (laughs) Don't know how much that would fly now. Which actor is that that you were doing? I'm the Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Let's just get this one out of the way. Uh, and Sharp, not going to be at UK. Oh. Staying in the draft. Really? Good for him. Officially official. What do we think about that? Good for him. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't know why. Cal kind of, like, he did fine bomb show. Did you see right, that? Right, right. He okay. did fine bomb. We'll and he said about some of the things he said on that. He's probably going to do an announcement or something. And I like, uh, I mean, the way he put it, he's saying out loud what we thought was the case. And he's like, well, some things changed. That's all he's alluding to. Not the fact that I thought that he couldn't go to the NBA draft because I was really looking forward for him to be here. But. As he said, some things changed. We got transcripts from all over the place, and now he's ready to ready to go. Oh well, we knew this was happening the day that he was supposedly draft eligible. We knew this was going to happen. The now I do think there was some like, is he really draft eligible, or is this true? Is this not true? But the day that it was confirmed. That it was that he was draft eligible. Kentucky didn't go out of their way to come out and be like, "We're not so sure about this." Everybody, just hold on. Kentucky kind of was. They didn't say anything, which was their way of saying, "Yeah, it's true." Once we knew he was draft eligible, he was gone. People don't turn down top five pick money. They don't top turn down top ten pick money. They don't turn down being a lottery pick. The whole thing was incredibly frustrating for people with normal brains because. <laughs> 
if he if he doesn't get that top 10 promise, watch out. So if he's number 11, he's coming back. But if he's number 10, he's that's just not reality. It's mm-hmm. not the way things work. And Kentucky Roll Call, not to slap our own behinds or toot our own horns, but we've really been on top of it lately. We told you that Jacob, we told you exactly how the Jacob Toppin situation was going to unfold, exactly how it did. And we told you for the longest time how the Sharp one was going to unfold. Now, where we got it wrong was when he w- was going to reclassify, and there were a few folks out there that were like, does this mean that he could leave after this year if he's here? Because, you know, you need one year of college. This would be his one year of college, blah, blah, blah. Those folks were right. Yep. We just trusted that UK wasn't going to find themselves in a situation to get burnt, but whoever was orchestrating the, the situation, the deal, whether it was Dwayne Washington, whether it was Sharp's family, whether it was Sharp himself, they pulled one over on UK, and they pulled one over on Calipari. And we've beaten this horse to death. We've talked about it from the get-go, but last night was no news, nothing new, nothing really more. I didn't give it more than a thought. I don't even know if I tweeted about it. Maybe I retweeted it, but I'm not sure. And I wish him the best. Hope he plays. I hope he has a nice career and he does well. I don't think... I think the the relationship with UK has think that is over. Yeah, yeah. Don't think we're gonna hear John Calipari talking about him a ton. Um, curious how the NBA draft night will unfold if Ty Ty and Sharp are both there. I'm sure Cal will be will dap up both of them, but yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I think if he's gonna be sitting at a table, probably would be uh, Ty Ty's. Would be my guess. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be as as awkward as Cal's going to be not taking pictures with him or turning his back on him. But I also don't think that. Yeah, you're you're not. I don't know if you're going to see Sharp a part of the wall at UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cal said, "Don't get don't be mad at him. This is what he should do." Uh, I think was the the exact line. But uh, that's not going to stop everybody. Mm-hmm. If Sharp turns into like an all NBA caliber guy, does Kentucky claim him? Yeah, that, that's what people have talked about. I doubt it. I think it'll probably even make folks more frustrated. Yeah, because part of the reason, part of the reason with the UK players that are in the NBA, you see them dominate, and it brings back your warm, fuzzy memories of them doing similar things or nice things at UK, right? With a couple exceptions, and even the Ennis Cantor one, which you have all fans and. Locke McLean and some of those other guys. They're the, he's not UK. I have fond memories of of Ennis Cantor at UK. I remember the free Ennis signs throughout college windows. The dozens under- and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens, up to probably over a hundred college windows and dorms that just had signs that said free Ennis. It was hilarious. <laughs> so when I saw even him play in the NBA, and he's no longer on a team right now, I, you'd be like, you know, there's a sense of pride as yeah, cheesy the corny as it is. He the undercamper, cool yeah, yeah. So you did even have some memories with him. It will be nothing but negative connotations when it comes to Sharp. Especially because it happened during the season, which it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, we laid it out, I think, Cal on the day it happened. Quote about that. Worst case scenario is Kentucky loses first round when they could have used him. Oh. And they could have used him. Yeah. And that we talked about I mean, that when he re, when he enrolled, and and I think you and I were like, you got to play him regardless, because if he if there is even the smallest chance he can leave, just play him, get nope. something out of him, he can help you. And we made fun of people, Justin, intern Jacob. You weren't a KRC fan at this point, but now you're a lifelong <laughs> fan. You'll never miss another show. We never. know that much. But we were saying back then, just play him. Who cares? And we were making fun of these narratives that like, oh, you can't throw him into a college game. He'll melt. 
He no, you don't want to ruin him by putting him into a game in Nashville at Memorial Gym. What will he ever do against Vanderbilt? As if he just stunk, you couldn't take him out of the game. As quickly as you put him in, you could have just taken him out. And I think once UK caught wind that he wasn't going to be playing this season, they tried to get him to play. And I think Sharp Scamp said, nope, this ain't going to do us any good. This could only give us some negative tape. Maybe it could give us positive tape, but if it does, we're already in a good spot. How much more could it help? It could only probably hurt. He shut it down. Kentucky could have used him. And Calipari said yesterday that he didn't think Ty Ty was ever back at 100%. I believe that. And he also said he played Grady too many minutes. Well, if you said you played Grady too many minutes, mm. are you suggesting that Mintz needed more minutes? Or were you going to play a walk-on? Or a Shadon? Because I don't think you were suggesting Mintz should have played more minutes. You played Mintz as many minutes as you thought Mintz should be playing. And I know you weren't going to be playing a walk-on. So I think that was a little nod to... Hey, I uh, I wish I had this other piece I could have put in. <laughs> and it really did. I, you know, I, we're not going to blame Shade and Sharp for the way the season ended, but goodness gracious, it, it could have – what a different narrative it could have all been. Yeah. Kentucky's players are falling apart. We saw what this team looked like when they were healthy, but just nobody can stay healthy, and – the wheels aren't completely falling off, but you can tell things look a little bit different. Thank goodness this kid enrolled early. This mega freak athlete has saved Kentucky's season and maybe improved his already really impressive draft stock, and Kentucky goes to a Final Four or something along those lines. It could have all been so different. Yep. But it isn't. It wasn't. Life goes on, and I would suggest UK fans just – Move on. Don't be mean to him. Don't wish him ill will or anything like that. But also, it's your own life. You can do whatever the hell you want. But for me, that's the the closing of the book officially. Thank God. Maybe there's like an addendum added later about draft night or something down the road. Maybe he eventually someday has a tell-all. I don't know. But good riddance, that was a nightmare. Speaking of good riddance, some would say also speaking of nightmares, Jerry Tipton retiring. Wow. It's a sad day. Jerry, it's been nice. Hope you find your paradise. Jerry's going away. Never thought we'd see the day where John Calipari is still around and Jerry Tipton is not. Thought Jerry would just take it as a personal affront and hold out as long as he could. To yeah. outlast Cal. Well, I, I, did you say that Drew had that tweet? Worst season in UK history with the worst tournament loss in so UK he's going history. Out, he's going out on top. He's going out on top. He really is. The thing is about Jerry is as much as you can, um, he can aggravate, he can annoy you. A, you need a guy like that asking tough questions. and Correct. Some people either don't want to do it or they're just – you know, fan media, which we have a lot of now, myself included. But hey, I, I, I'm going to take up for myself. I've gotten coaches mad at me for some of the questions I've asked. So, you know, you got to, but you got to have somebody that asks the tough questions. And Jerry, um, like, I loved his little idiosyncrasies, the how does it play on your mind? Uh, 
And with this year's team, they they actually had a lot of fun throwing barbs at him too. Mm-hmm. What was uh, I forget who it was at Wheeler who was like, "You following us or something?" Like, well, I, I forget exactly what they said at Indy. It was something about the injuries or something like that? Well, he kept asking. He's like, "Man, you just follow us everywhere you go, Jerry. That's weird." My favorite part of Jerry Tipton is just the giddiness that he would get when fast walking. He would fat be fast walking from the press conference interview area back to his seat in Bridgestone Arena at the SEC tournament, just cackling to himself over whatever he was going to write next. He would just be so excited. Yeah. And he'd have that that notebook with the scribble on it. Yeah, this is you're, you're talking he's, he's inside a, baseball for the folks behind the the media curtains at UK. That's exactly right. Jerry would fast walk pretty much anywhere that he'd go. He very much was a journalism 101 kind of guy. First mm-hmm. guy to be there, last to leave. Just, a relic of an older era. It really yeah, was. He yeah. didn't use, I mean, not until later in his career did he use a recorder mm-hmm. or a phone. And then he had the iPad, which was hilarious. I'll bring that up in a second. But what how he, and even to this day, I still think he does it, but how he transcribed is just chicken scratch. And yeah. he, he'd know what, like, the characters meant. Right. Really, it, it would be, I would like... I would like one piece of Jerry Tipton Chicken scratch, yeah. yeah. Just, just to know. Yeah. He is, uh, I don't think he'll be remembered for generations and generations. Maybe he will. I mean, but, but he will be remembered, um, at least for our era, Roush, as a as a, as a a journalist that really ticked off a ton of people. Well, and but he was a journalist of a different era. Even, I mean, he was around for the Emory Riddle stuff, They're, right? Isn't that the name of the company of the package was? Yeah. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was... Breaking news on that stuff. And that's how uh, the Herald Leader building got a, a, a bullet in it. I, I tweeted that that's crazy. That's yeah. um, not sadly all that surprising, but it's crazy. Uh, I tweeted, I was like, congrats on a great career. And somebody on a message board thought I was being sarcastic. I really wasn't. Like, congr- he was always nice to me. You can only treat people by the way they treat you. Or you can only, you know, that's the way you should. That's the way you should judge people is how they treat you and your interactions with them. He was always very kind to me. Uh, I remember one time I asked him to come on the show to talk about, oh, he had written something bad about Calipari or something like that. And this was when I was doing the show three to four and nobody listened. It, now we're up to like 12 listeners. This was back when we were when I was about two or so. And he, you would have thought that like I asked him to pop a pimple on my back. He was like, oh, what time? And I was like three to four. He was like, I don't really do radio interviews, but – uh, you seem like a good kid. I'll I'll come on for you. And he did. I was nice. I appreciated it. Never came on again though. <laughs> but it was that. But you know he. Uh, and there is some truth to you need people like Jerry. Was Jerry maybe a notch extra or two? Yeah, probably so. But you need those people in the media asking those questions. Why do you think Kentucky has the best compliance office in the nation? You have people poking around all the time, mm-hmm. and you've also had some incidents in the past. Uh, that can you got you get people poking around, asking the right questions. That can be a big deal for for a university. You can make a case that Louisville didn't have enough people poking around. Patino had media loved him. He loved media. They were all everybody was buddies. Tom Jurich was bullying people. You couldn't say anything bad about him. And then it's been a decade of scandals. I'm not saying that Jerry Tipton has prevented a decade of scandals at UK, but maybe he's prevented something. And you could make a case, well, he's caused some stinks. Well, good, it keeps Kentucky on their toes. So he 
he you, you could you hate him. I know a lot of people do. He was always nice to me. Wish him the best moving forward. Yep. yep. Now, uh, John Hale, probably one of the last uh, guys that's always going to be poking sniffing around there. That's yeah. I mean, they're going to probably replace Tipton, right? Yeah, but with who? Dum dum dum. I think you mean Hoomst. Hoom? How Hoomst? Yeah, we'll see. Well, this that's also funny. Is that like that? You're right. Job that hadn't been opened up in forever. Yeah. 30 plus years. And a lot of people get that job and then move over to like columnist or something. Nope. Jerry just staying on the beat. All right. We're all ready for that Jerry Tipton, Alan Cutler radio show. Just the tip. Just the chicken scratch. Just the Tipton. Just just the Tipton. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> With Cutler and Tipton. <laughs> Don't make it Tipton and Cutler. Oh. No way. No way. That is. Oh, boy. That was hilarious. Oh, man. We did have a couple more Kentucky basketball news. It was, it was a surprising news. It was a surprising new, which news. You, you got to love to help help get the week kind of rocking and rolling. UK's got a new assistant coach. Yeah. Let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll talk to – we won't talk to him directly. It would be nice. We're not Paul Feinbaum, though. We don't get the UK interviews, unfortunately. I <sighs> bet we'll, we'll probably have this fellow on at some point, I would imagine. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Get your text into the Thornton Sex Line. DJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, and Turn Jacob. Kentucky Roll Call. Come out, Virginia. Don't let me wait. The Catholic girls start much too late. All the sooner or later, it comes down to fate. I might as well will be the one. Well, they showed you a statue. Told you to pray. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports. Ninety-six one FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and we've got Justin Kalen and intern Jacob in the other room. Everybody having a good start to their day. Ooh, going to Shady Raids here and using the promo code Big X for my checkout. Ooh. Whoa, mama. 25% off. 25% wow. off just like that, and that's a, that's a nice amount of coin. That is a nice amount of coin. Also, it was funny. I was checking out at Shady Rays, ShadyRays.com. And I picked out the sunglasses that I liked, many of which are going to be going to KRC listeners. And, but did get a, maybe a few for, for myself. No big deal. I'm checking out. I think maybe you had mentioned this to me before. And it's, you know, they got your cart, blah, blah, blah. And then to the right, it says, want a mystery pair of Polaroids, polarized sunglasses? Oh, 19, that's fun. $19? So I don't know if this is just maybe like, a, a style that's not sell, selling as well, so they just label it as a mystery pair, and they put it that way. I don't, I don't. Nineteen dollars? Yes, five by me. I'm in. I'll take five of them. You know, I, <laughs> I, I load it up on them. So yes, give me all the mystery pairs. All of Shady Ray's sunglasses are great, so I don't care what style or type they are. But if you do have a type or you do have, have a style, they will have it for you on their website. And do not forget to use 
promo code Big X, all one word, just the B-I-G and then the X, at checkout, they will notice that, hey, people are listening to the old Big X Sports Radio. And two, you'll save money, which is always a nice thing. 25% shipping is free. You can use that promo code. Shady Ray's making it easy to get some quality, quality sunglasses, and we'll give some away today. Thornton's gives away quality, quality donuts. Intern Jacob brought some in as we started the show, mentioned that. They were great. Do you Did you pick up what I was throwing down, that the glaze may be some of the best they have, which I know is like blasphemy? Yeah, I prefer chocolate, though, still. They do have one that's really cool. It's shaped like a, a triangle-type deal where it's it's like donut holes that you can pick apart that are covered in glaze. Oh. And the glaze like pools up in between. It's, it's pretty awesome. I don't awesome. think I've ever seen it, but I'm, pretty I, great. I'm certainly intrigued. I love their chocolate, and I almost am exclusively chocolate, but there's something about that glaze mm-hmm. that really just gets me going crazy. What's new out in Oldham County today, intern Jacob? Um, oh, the microphone. Yeah, we, we got a kind of a, a microphone that's a little goofy. There we go. I might go out to the drive-in tonight. Oh, what are you going to see? It is Top Blues Gun? Brothers and the Longest Yard. Oh, yeah, they've got the, the Retro Wednesdays or whatever. Blues Brothers is an outstanding movie. Have you seen Blues Brothers before? I have not. Oh, that's a perfect uh, Americana right there. You should go see that. The music from Blues Brothers. I got a free pass. Fantastic. Might as well. Hearing Big Blue Drew talk about the drive-in last week, it really got me itching to go. Uh, We've made a tentative date to go see Top Gun there. I got a free carload, so if you want to join me. Wow. I don't don't (laughs) think I'll be able to make it out tonight to see Blues Brothers (laughs) or The Longest Yard, but I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, Top Gun at the drive-in, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, they were showing it with that – Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock movie too this week. We'll double, but I, I I can't stay up past midnight watching movies at a drive-in though. I would fall asleep. No, I well that's a that's something that I will actually probably have. To, I probably will not see Top Gun in a drive-in for that exact reason. I'll most likely see it at like 10 a.m. on a Saturday or Sunday morning mm. because I don't know if it doesn't get dark now till like 9:30. Yeah, they start them at 9:15. Yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can make it. <laughs> so that I mean, long. I can make it for one of the movies. The the second, huh, don't know if I can stay up late for that one. Man, man, you know who stayed up pretty late over the weekend? Who's that? Hal Mummy. So yeah, that was that was one of the things we we glossed over because it was it was a long holiday weekend. But wasn't it, thir- it, was, it, 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 was, it was Friday? It was Friday I Friday afternoon we found out that okay. in the wee hours of Thursday morning, Hal Mummy got arrested at the Lexington Hyatt um, for trespassing. He refused to leave after they asked him to, uh, and apparently he got physical. Uh, and according to Kristen Flum, uh, it was because he refused to pay a bill, which. I mean, the worst kind of humans on this earth are the, I'm going to run up a tab and then refuse to pay it. Does Hal, because he has his name on it, which by the way, they were a little, they pulled that trigger awfully quickly to name a street after him down by the practice facility. That doesn't give you the right to drink for free in this town, Hal. Still got to pay your bills. Only if you're on that street can you drink for free. Yeah, at the K House. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Big yikes. Well, good luck to him. Yeah, he's, um, further we get removed away. How always seemed like the cool, cool fun-loving guy. I think he's kind of just a, kind of just a prick. 
What's wow. up with Kentucky connections and alcohol? Sheesh. Mm, can't serve it at the stadium. Yep. Yeah, maybe if you served it at the stadium, all this would go away. Makes you wonder. If no a Chris lot Rodriguez, of this, no Bo Knight, no come, How Mummy. If it comes back to comes back to Mitch Barnhart, yeah, it makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. All right, Roush, we wonder no more about UK's assistant. I think Travis Graft of Cats Illustrated was the first to have it. KT Turner. He's an assistant at Oklahoma, and. Roush, surprisingly, maybe you had something to do with this, but people, there were there was a portion of folks not excited about this hire. Yeah, it's just, it's a it was oversold to my former ex boss. Said something like it, it's it can be a hire that can unite the fan base, and it's like, first off, assistant. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I yeah, that, that's oh. why it got it got sold as like a big. Okay. To well, do what? I don't know who. What I don't assistant know. coach could unite the fan base? No assistant coach can. It, well, assistant coach of, hires are unless it's uh, Dewan Wagner. Nobody is going to be overly excited about John Wooden's ghost. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's an assistant coach hire. That this is who you should like. If you're Kentucky, this is the guy that seems like the kind of person you'd get. Longtime associate head coach in his forties who can recruit the state of Texas. I didn't – so here's the thing. I heard – we know that part of the connection was he worked for Larry Brown at SMU. Um, it's kind of funny that he did replace Jay Lucas at Texas, and now he's replacing Jay Lucas at UK. But the part that I don't – says that he's well-known around Texas, but who did he I, – I, I don't know the players that he can put his name on, that he can throw his name on there. Yeah, but you don't always have to – to have deep Texas ties, you don't have to always land the players, especially when he was, what, at SMU and Oklahoma? Right. You know, not right. the easiest places to go get the best out of the best of Texas. But it was you, it was fun, though, with Jay Lucas where you knew Mo Bamba and you also just knew him from when he was a player. So you had a little sure. bit. Of, but, like, for the most part, the reason why I was like, you know, it's just – it's fine. I, there's not something about this guy that makes me think that he is God's savior to Kentucky basketball, the next Messiah, but it's not a bad hire. No, I think I, I tweeted out, this is a nice addition. It's a good yeah. addition. And there's not a great addition. The gold standard is changed. He's the third assistant. Like what? <laughs> what he, he's the third assistant. In the pecking order goes Orlando, Chin, and then whoever this guy was going to be. And it's KT Turner. He's been employed by Greg Marshall, Larry Brown, Shaka Smart, Porter Moser. Bunch of Final Four coaches. And John Calipari. Those are good coaches that have wanted to have this guy on his staff. So it's a good addition. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, thank goodness Jay is gone. Kentucky's better off. Maybe Kentucky is better off. There, That is a possibility. But I don't think you, you can definitively say – Yes, I don't know if you can definitively say no, but it seems it's a it's a it's a good addition. And what we've been told is that he's got Texas ties. He's super connected to Mokin Elite, which is one of the best oh, Nike UIBLAU programs. That was the Trey Young Michael Porter Michael, Jr. team. Mm-hmm. They they were good. I think they won Willie the UIBLAU. The was a Mo- you know they've had a ton of uh, amazing players go through that AAU program. So fine. It is so – no offense, Justin. Cover your ears, buddy. It is so much better than Bruiser Flint. Yes. 
It's so much better than Bruiser Flynn. And here's the answer to that, Justin, is because you still have Bruiser on staff. You yeah. still have him as a coach. You still have him doing his coaching things. Now you got somebody that's going to be a little hungrier, I would imagine, on the recruiting trail, has deeper AU connections than Bruiser does. And that's fine. I, I don't think there's any need to panic with UK staff. And I also, you, maybe maybe it's a little worse off without Lucas, but I don't, I, I think it's everything smooth and steady. Yeah, I initially saw the hire and I was like, okay, that's that, that seems like a guy, at least from the outside, that is, like you say, hungry on the recruiting trail, TJ. I, I still think Bruiser can be hungry on the recruiting trail, but that's just me. I'm going to get off my Bruiser take. I got roasted enough on the text line for it, so we'll get to that in due time. But yeah, I, I, I think it was a good hire and, and I'm okay with Bruiser still being on staff as well. Good. I just love the good. thought. Though. Bruiser can still be hungry. It's like, eh. Oh, you missed it after you left yesterday, Nick. I went on a Bruiser rant. I, was, I, I was saw sick, some of the text. Sick and tired of the Bruiser hate. Yeah. It was. It was you really bad. should go back and listen to it. It was, it was bad. It was pretty funny. It, it was pretty funny. So, I did get, Turner. Did get my internet fixed, though. Got a new router. Oh, Looks like great. something out of a spaceship. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, Solar panels, new routers. Oh, man, Roush's on the up and up. Really are. About to start renovating the kitchen. Whew. Gary Parrish says UK number three in next year's preseason top 25. Did you see also that in Gary's hometown of Memphis, they're redoing the basketball court? I did see that. So sad. Memphis not in the preseason top 25, by the way. But IU is, Justin, number 16. There you go. I'll take it. Who, who, who? Who's just? There you go, buddy. I did see that Memphis is going to do a redesign on their basketball court. Taking no more away. veiny tiger penis. <laughs> it really was. I got a, a nice Zubaz. little laugh out of that tweet, Nick. That was nice. <laughs> a Zubaz phallus. The the uh, <laughs> the replies were hilarious as well. I want. Did did they have a lot of people drawing stuff on it? Yeah. Y'all good? Because I'm not. That would be a time where it's like, man, I wish I was good at Photoshop to just really uh, go all super bad. You the one know? that really made me laugh the most, my buddy sent it to me. It was uh it did not it was not it was just like the what I would do almost, like really bad Photoshop. Which ended up making it a really good Photoshop. Yeah. This is gonna be terrible radio, but I'm gonna show Roush. But yeah, the swing and a miss on Memphis's court. We I don't know how people miss on courts. When in doubt, classic. Just go just yeah. go traditional. Having a big M and then just a normal court. Yeah, it, it, it works, it plays. <laughs> but I, I do like the new thing. It, it, it does get, it's going to be a little played out five years from now when a ton of people have it. But when they do the city skyline kind of outline, those are cool. Yeah, it, it, it's shocking that or, people can mess up a court. And or like a big state. If you're, if you're the state school, you just have a giant state in the middle of it. Pretty pretty simple. Or you don't have stupid central bank graphic logos just in random oh, spots on the court that aren't symmetrical and make no sense at all. Which you don't do that. John Calipari didn't mention that, but he did Oh yeah, what the hell? You he didn't did, mention the court. He did talk a lot about, you know, we need to get back to being the gold standard. So maybe maybe that's part of it, because that court. The one thing that I he he's hit this he's hit on twice now. I thought he hated the camp out and he wants the camp out back for Big Blue Madness. I thought he was anti camp out. I think he is like I don't think he's anti camp out. 
I think he wants to have his interactions limited with the crazies. I think he wants to do that one night where they'll pass out pizzas, and I think that's kind of like the extent of. And then he wants the players to have fun with it. But right. I, I think, yeah, I don't. I just don't think he small doses. Exactly. That being said, I I like Cal. I understand that you only got probably a couple, a few more seasons with them, and I and I, I I'm excited about them. I think they should be really good. I think he's going to get DJ Wagner. I, I I'm starting to see the maybe the gray come out a little bit more Mm -hmm. where like he he's looking more bells and whistles and thinks that's what folks want. What people want is just another final four. They want Mm -hmm. another national championship. They don't care about big blue madness camp outs, but I think in his brain, he looks back to when UK basketball was rocking and rolling, and mm-hmm. those campouts were like a to do. Oh, it was you know, fun. It was the peak of the Big Blue Madness campouts, which is crazy saying that because there it's been a long history of that just being madness. Did you, did you ever do that? I never. So we for like a Colonel story, we had like a the Kentucky Colonel, the student paper at UK. We had a tent. And like I like I think I I never spent a night, but I spent a couple hours just hanging Ooh. out in the tent. I've I think I've told this story before um, because I had a good time when I was staying down at my tent and I had a couple people that you know we'd kind of rotate out. I, I think I slept on somebody's couch one night, and the night that I was going to stay in the tent, um, it was a, a date party that Thursday night, and then I like it was right down the road on Maxwell. I was just going to come back there, and um, uh, yeah, did not end up back at the tent. Don't remember what happened. Um, it was it was it was a big mess. Just remember her, her taking a shot with my date, and uh, don't think I ever saw her again. Ooh. Just woke up in my own bed. Did a little time traveling. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, we we did. I had a tent. We I camped out to be front row for the UK UNC game freshman year, the John Wall uh-huh. game, and we had a tent, but it was kind of silly because like you could set the tent up from and then just leave. Ten, no, like you had to be you had to be there. But the thing was. You couldn't line up outside. This was so dumb. You couldn't line up outside a Rupp Arena until like four hours before the game. I uh-huh. think it was like a noon game. So you were across the street or something. So we, yeah, we were just down the freaking road. Like we were still on Rupp Arena property, and we were allowed to have tents there, but you weren't allowed to take them when you went to go line up. So and it was actually six hours. You could line up six hours early. So at six in the morning, we could switch over there. It was, the, it was December, whatever, early December, so cold. We had snow all over us when we went and had to – but we couldn't have our tents with us at that point. It was so dumb. Um, got front row. It was a fun game. I, I told myself, like, I ain't ever doing that again. Yeah, and you never, did it your one time, yeah. and it was worth it. Uh, the most fun part of the camp out, though, was the initial run across the street to claim your spot. Just a mad dash. Oh, that, that was, was always fun. fun to watch. Yeah. I watched that one year. Yeah. Uh, I, I think again, I got like up a couple the, times with, with the KSR, colonel, too. Yeah. With where, the Colonel. And just I would go, try to go interview. The, oh, boy. That was just like if you ever wrote for the Colonel, you had to do a Big Blue Madness camp out store. You'd go try to find the first people that were there. Uh-huh. And then the one year that I did it, that story's probably out there somewhere. It was like huge drama. And I was like in the middle of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Over. Was like, I was first. No, you weren't first. We were first. And like cops were having to like, and the cops were just like, this is is the dumbest freaking thing in the world. Because they were all going to get amazing. They, they just wanted to say they were claim first. they were first. Yes. yes. Oh, so much fun. It was. What, uh, a, what a fun. Now so, we're talking about all this, and we are enjoying it. Maybe well, Cal's onto something. And he might be onto something. I think what you do is you just you do the camp out, and you do it at Memorial, and you just make it a midnight madness, true midnight madness. Bring yeah. it back. Keep the players up late. 
Oh, it's uh oh. I can't find my story. I did a couple oh, of but maybe I'll be able to do it. But, I think he just thinks that, like, hey, when we were rocking and rolling, this thing was a big to-do. But mm-hmm. it's a chicken or an egg, and, well, it's not really a chicken or an egg. Just win, and folks are going to be over the moon and excited. And you win the national championship in 2023, and you have a camp out in the fall of 2023, it'll be a zoo. It'll yep. be wild. It'll be a madhouse. And if you do it this year, I think it could be fun. You get people camping out again. But he really wants the dorms, Roush. He, he wants facility upgrades. He wants dorms upgrade. He wants a new practice arena I believe and he's really starting to be a little bit more aggressive with the way he's talking subtly using quotes around that word to Mitch Barnhart but what was the what was his verbiage that he used yesterday uh give me one something about like embarrassing or something along those lines um the uh, unacceptable I think he used the word unacceptable I think that. To have everything the gold standard, we've always been that. We've slipped a little bit in some of the facilities. Now, I'm not saying our facilities are bad. They're not bad. It's just not the gold standard. Mitch and I are going to sit down and talk. Okay, what's the path? How do we get that going to where anybody that walks in our campus sees our facilities knows, wow, look at this. We're going to get there. Yeah, he said it's unacceptable if we're not the gold standard in facilities and everything else. Yep. Again, fire the person that made the dorms in 2012. Yep. They're gone. They can't do anything else. Who? Um, what gets done first? Practice facility for football or this? Well, that's what I, that's what I was getting to. I was gonna we I was gonna hold our hands and like Guide walk us, to us walk us up to a. Is this gonna be like a football basketball money sort of deal? Because uh, it looks like it. UK, let me advise something to you. Those dorms are fine. If college <laughs> basketball players don't like them, and here's the deal. The dorms are fine, but I think what's going on is people are going to these other facilities and they're just nicer. They're just nicer than what UK has. And UK doesn't want that to be the case. Not that UKs are bad, but they're not as nice as other places. So that doesn't make UK feel all warm now, and fuzzy. In inside. football, they are going to be the only SEC team without a full indoor football field. Well, every every other team has a full. I mean, and it, they got to change that. It's a it's a norm. It's it's yeah. the it's just the regular standard, not a gold standard. It's just the norm to have a indoor football facility that goes wall to wall. Yeah. So they got to have that. But here's here's one one more thing, and I'll we'll go to the football basketball sort of deal. UK, do not build another dorm for basketball. Do not build another dorm for basketball. Go rent out a penthouse downtown or go rent out rooms downtown. The people are here for 12 months. You don't have to rent out a top floor of some apartment complex what about the, and let um, them have their own. Each person has their own apartment. It is your place. You don't have a dorm room. It's your own freaking place. What do they call the place that has Jeff Ruby's? Oh, yeah. The center. Is it? Not city center. I thought it was like something tower. No, Whatever. it's not the yeah. Hyatt. I know but where Jeff Ruby's is. It yeah, it, it was it was a vacant lot for most of our. There's a giant hole in the ground. You ever see Parks and Rec? Either one of you two? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The pit. It was the pit. It was yeah for the longest time. It was the time. pit for the, like for years. Yeah. Everybody joked about that, and we had a good time with it. But whatever that building is, that could happen. That could work. Now you're not as close to the gym. That's the, the Lexington Marriott City Center. Is that city it? center? There we go. That's what it's called. Or somebody said city center. You're not as close to the gym, but I feel like there there could be ways. If you to, want gold standard, though. To work around it. Get a gym in the complex. All you need is two hoops. You know, when they're doing their late night shooting, they're doing late night shooting. They could st- You could still get a shuttle five minutes from downtown to the practice facility for practices and stuff like that. 
or it's a five minute walk. I don't think you just need to build a new $55 million dorm room. That, Can't you also just that in 15 do years is going to, yeah, to maybe, you, maybe I know, but how dumb do you feel after 10 years doing renovations to dorms, making nice dorms? Elite? I mean, that's also just college athletics. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it sadly. is. But I think in the nil eras, don't build new, like they don't, people, you people know. We're here for a year anyway. <laughs> who, uh, some U of L guy came in, basketball player, and he's got like his own dog and stuff like that. You know, Davion Mintz had his dog. They may want more than just a room. And if they're getting is, paid um, as much now, they can maybe afford it too. I guess Minardi Hall, that had like, what, a 15-year shelf life? Yeah, but they, there's some other stuff that happened there that made them maybe think, maybe we should move on from old Minardi <laughs> Hall. We had enough outside-the-line appearances of Minardi Hall. Maybe we go in a different direction. But, Roush, it does almost seem like football coach asking for stuff. Basketball coach asking for stuff. One athletic director with his top button a little too tight, what's he going to do? Is the wallet equally as tight? What is he going to do? Roush is going to tell me when we return for hour number two. But it is, that's, that's you know, if a, if somebody wanted to fabricate some drama within the athletic program. I John Calipari's jealous of Mark Stoops' success. I, I think you got some ta- summer storylines there, if that's your cup of tea. We'll come back hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Big Exports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Intern Jacob coming back after this. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Happy birthday to Kentucky. All right, I figured out how we're going to give away our Shady Rays. Kentucky's birthdays for everybody, not just the live listeners. So while we do love you live listeners, and you are technically our favorites, uh, podcast listeners are also good as well, and we love them equally as much, and they're equally our favorites. So what we'll do is just link the podcast and make a creative, an original tweet, and then tweet it out. I'll probably retweet you if you do. No big deal. You can get retweeted by somebody with 14,000. Roush doesn't care as much about the show, so he probably won't retweet you. Mm. But he's got 23,000, folks. 23, wow. That's a lot Remember of followers. Remember when the old sports soccer had more followers than old I, Rick Nash? I, I do. I do. It was kind of amusing. And then, and, then I, and then I bled followers. I don't know if it was Kentucky Krogh or somebody was like, Rick Nash used to write for your website? <laughs> Never heard of that guy. Does, Rick, does Nick Roush know about it? It's like, ah. Uh, it was a great idea to just not use my name the first year or two that I was a writer. Well, speaking of Kentucky Croak, he's the one that kind of got me on to this idea for how we're going to give away these Shady Rays. And if you win, you can pick. You can pick. I've got uh, I've got some options for you. Uh, you and some of them are, are nice. It's some of the ones. It's some of the best ones Shady Rays has to to offer. So uh, we'll we'll let you. 
we'll let you pick. But he was the one that kind of came up with the idea because he's nice enough to just kind of send out a tweet every day. Yesterday's was, listen to today's show to hear Justin Kalen explain how Indiana basketball and Kentucky baseball are the same, which is clever, creative, funny. So you do that, and we're asking a little bit from you. You do that, but a pair of Shady Rays is on the line. Does this mean I don't have to do my show review? First off, have to. (laughs) You should want to. I need to have a talk with our two producers in there. <laughs> Jacob's not a producer, in all fairness. He, yeah, he. You need Jacob. Well, he, we're putting him Jacob, on a fast track. You got to learn how to work the board at some point. Oh, he's he he's we're we went through the basics already. What next we'll week, do, next week he's on the board. Okay, we've already talked say, about so it. So next week yeah. you will be on the board, and Justin will be in here. Yep. Because we once you can work the board, buddy, you're like you're a baby bird that's figured out its wings. You can go wherever you need to go. You can turn into intern Jack. For, you, like a peacock, you just gotta let me fly. We don't mention peacocks around here anymore. You know that. <laughs> we don't mention peacocks around here anymore. We gotta get over it at some point. I'm no. I mean, I'm over it already, but it, I don't want to remember it. I don't want to be reminded of it because well, I think about it anyways every day. Damn it! <sighs> I said it the next day. I just felt so stupid. I didn't think like you know had tickets to the game on Saturday yeah. in India. I was so pumped up for it. I was excited. Didn't even see it coming. That's the way it goes in March Madness, though. You, Although I wasn't on the court and I wasn't playing. I was just getting drunk at Roosters hmm. on St. Patrick's Day. Sounds like a great time. It was a great time until it wasn't. Good yeah. company, good food. You ever had rumors? Well, you got to remember that we have sponsors, and but of course. They have some of the best wings. Never heard of it. It's in Middletown. Oh, that's why. Next to Salsaritas. Oh, best There you go. Place. Way to go, intern yeah, Jacob. Yeah, way to get us there. Gosh, he's so, he's so clever. That's why I've never heard of it, because I always go to the Salsaritas in Middletown. They have a drive through It's convenient. Mm-hmm. I can get my uh, spicy salsa, my fresh guacamole, and, and a jiffy. Yeah, you absolutely can. You can get a lot of other stuff as well, and if you download the app, you will save some money. You can save some time. And remember, Salsaritas Catering, we'll bring that up tomorrow. But for lunch, go there today. For dinner, go there today. If you've got a bunch of kids, if you're babysitting, whatever it may be, it's the perfect place to get everybody together, have a bunch of chips, a bunch of salsa. People can pass around quesadillas or whatever. It's easy feeding, and it's a good time. Salsaritas, two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. But, yes, I've been uh, – rumor has it that place has good wings. Jacob, is that what you were going to say? Yes. Okay. Rumor has it. You know you can get them, like, extra crispy? Really? Yeah, and I've gone there several times. But the most recent time I went there, they were like, do you want level one or three – one, two, or three level crispiness? I was like, what the hell is this? That's too I've never too got that question. I, I was like, yeah, I never had either. I've Again, only one time – and I said two because I was scared of three, Justin. <laughs> I mean, you're going to give me the, what's three? Is it just like a burnt, you know? I get them extra sloppy with the sauce and the plate. I have heard, plate. yeah, um, I don't get them. They're, I, they're plenty sloppy for me, but they're good. Yeah, I enjoy them. We can talk more about that off the air. Speaking of just random silly things that have nothing to do with Kentucky Roll Call, which goes 7 to 9, replay of the show 9 to 11, mm-hmm. just search for Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcasts. But – Something that has nothing to do with sports. Roush asked a very misogynistic question. He was oinking while he was asking it. And you're going, which girl is hottest in a movie? Who is the most attractive female character in a movie? Just in that movie, in that space and time, 
they're, they're, well, why don't she's you all, all that. Why don't you all say what you all had mentioned? Because you, so, you failed to mention the right answer. This, this came to mind whenever I was watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall yesterday. And uh, Mila Kunis' character, Rachel, she's just, she's got it all. She's it. She's the bee's knees. Yeah, my answer was an easy one, and and you all, I got, I got a good laugh, but I'm dead serious in this. Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side. Just so bad. Give me that. <laughs> give me that accent all day, every day. Yes, the thing please. Is, is like I could even understand. But like, Bull- I can understand Sandra Bullock in a lot of things. The accent is the most over the top. Oh, it's great. It's so bad. Oh, it's so great. The, the- like it makes Country Woman's hair curl just like Ugh. man. I'm all about the, it. The concerning part about this is the fact that when we're while we're doing a misogynistic radio segment here, it's the voice that wins it over for him. Well, I mean, she's gorgeous so is too. Any, is any animated character, is any cartoon no. character crossing your brain no. if you're just going by voice here? I don't. I can't think of a well, single cartoon he, character. Or maybe he's voice. having the most PC answer of all by saying, "I don't see looks. Yeah, I see." But terrible if he, southern if he accents. was going for the the southern accent, though, at least pick one that's like you couldn't have done Reese Witherspoon and Sweet Home Alabama. No, or Reese something. Witherspoon is not anywhere close to Sandra Bullock in my eyes in terms of looks. Oh, but you but you're Kevin, talking about country accents, though. The Sandra Bullock blindside accent is but it, so it, bad. It wasn't just the accent either. I mean, I she's know, she's gorgeous in that movie. Don't watch. House of Cards and Kevin Spacey with Justin when he's wearing his tight pants. I'll just say that. Oh, if he's <laughs> if he's big on bad Southern accents, <laughs> watch out. Inter uh, Jacob did have uh, some some good suggestions. He has the most correct answer, but not the right answer. Okay, the most correct answer out of the group so far. I had. Megan Fox and Transformers. Yeah, the first I, one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't, know you had, I didn't know you had a second one. Yeah. There's a second one too. Margot Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Yeah, that one's. Uh... I have an outlier too. Ooh, uh, your long you shot said, play. Yeah, you, you this said what you're gonna you put said in the your name, but it's a different movie. Okay. Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon walked the line. Oh, it's June Carter. So you you too like the the country accent? I like that. I like that movie. I think that movie. I mean, really it, it is a great movie. She All plays right. a, She plays a good part in that. Uh, Margot Robbie. Just watch the movie. Solid. The correct answer, this is, I can't believe none of you all mentioned it. Jessica Biel, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, that, that, but that's such the, a the, off, that's such a deep cut in the Happy Madison catalog. Yeah, it's a terrible, I mean, it's a, not a great movie, but if we're talking about the best looking woman in a one specific movie, i have tough to top that one. I mean, quite literally tough to top that one. She was uh, not bad-looking in Summer Catch either. Well, she's not a bad-looking woman. What about so. Jessica Alba in Good Luck Chuck? <laughs> That's another deep cut. Um, I appreciate that the character in that movie, she just, uh, like, falls all the time. Oh, that's yeah. a, that, 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 that that's, is a good one. That's a funny little little bit they got going with that. She, she kind of Still going quit, Jessica Biel, though. Quit doing things. Oh, did she? I mean, she when was the last time you saw Jessica Alba oh, doing something. Who's the other? What's that one? There's another Adam Sandler movie where. Oh, she's all that. Is that it? Or no, just go with it with Jennifer. Where he's like he has to settle for Jennifer Aniston instead of Brooklyn Decker. Yes. <laughs> it's like oh, oh Adam Man, Sandler you, doing you a. That, you, who's Brooklyn Decker? That's super impressive that you could just rattle that off. 
I like that movie. It's a funny you movie. You be better at bar trivia than you look, buddy. Yeah. That uh, that the the guy who Nick Swords and his character is very funny in it. The the goat hunter or whatever, and he's got to do CPR for the goat. It's it's just the Dolph dumbest Lundgren. movie. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yes. Dolph. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> it's such a stupid, great movie. That's a oh. good call on Brooklyn Decker in that movie. Which, uh, by the way, I gave Trevor a movie suggestion, and he loved it. He loved the Chippendales movie on Disney Plus. Okay. It's uh, it's not. It doesn't have the greatest punchlines, but the uh. It's it's good background noise. Like if you're doing something at work, or you know, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers. There's a lot of self-referential stuff. A lot of '80s references. Trevor was a big fan. What about Jenna Fisher, Blades of Glory, or Girl Jenna Fisher? Ooh, I would have uh, said Hall Pass over Blades of Glory. Ooh, yeah, probably so. Yeah, but just that one scene in Blades of Glory. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. You were uh, you specifically, I think, said like one specific like character, and I think that's what's the key here is it's the the moment in time. I just so for getting Sarah Marshall. Imagine like you're, you're on you're 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 going through a rough time. You go on a Hawaiian vacation, and you end up hooking up with the the uh, cool as hell Ashton Kutcher's wife hotel <laughs> <laughs> hotel. <laughs> That movie too. It, the part whenever Jonah Hill is standing next to him and he's just going inside of you. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Mm, good movie. Oh. All right, fun radio topic or uh, Wacky Wednesday. Uh, we've lost half of our audience. Or Either we or. just got people popping on the Thornton Stacks on five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. That's exactly what we did. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to get to those. I just we didn't mention Jacob Toppin though. He's back too. You yeah. know what's popping is Jacob Toppin. Oh yeah, no stopping. He's hopping. hopping. Yeah, so exactly what we said yesterday. Welcome back, Jacob. Happy yeah. to have you. And it's exciting. I was thinking on my walk yesterday that like when was. The, what would I compare my expectations and excitement level for? And I actually didn't like my answer. Reminds me of when I found out Hagen's was coming back for a sophomore year. <laughs> my goodness gracious, intern Jacob. Take it easy, buddy. But I was super pumped for a sophomore Hagen's. I, you know, revisionist history, I think, is going to make that take not look as great. But I remember where I was, where I read it, that he was coming back. Because, one, I, I was still kind of in the recruiting game. And it seemed unlikely that he was going to come back. He was so dead set on being a one-and-done player. The whole plan was being a one-and-done player. And, of course, this is before nil and all that stuff. And uh, I was pumped because, one, I thought he was an amazing defender. He just needed to learn how to finish. And intern Jake, guess what he never did? Never learned how to finish, unfortunately. And then he started to kind of be a little bit of a headache, which you could have never or I wouldn't have predicted or thought. But it kind of reminds me of my excitement level. For a sophomore season, Ashton Hagen. I hope this one ends up a little bit better. I, I hope this one turns out a little bit better. I'm but I, shocked that that was, I mean, his teammate, sophomore P.J. Washington. I guess maybe because he missed the free throws in that game against Kansas State that had you soured. But I, I was super pumped about a sophomore P.J. Washington, but I felt like I knew what he was and what you were getting. Ashton Hagen's, I thought, like, oh, my gosh, he could take this huge leap. Especially because he was an early enrollee, so you thought maybe his development – and I kind of think the behind. same, similar in the way that, like, I felt like I didn't want to not see the best Ashton Hagen's had to offer at UK because I don't think that was his freshman year. And I don't want to see, I, I don't, I don't want, I didn't want this to be the end of Jacob Toppin. I never thought it would. I figured he'd be back and all that sort of stuff. But he hasn't reached his potential, and he won't till he, he won't really probably reach it till he's in the NBA. But I don't think he's. I think he, I want to see him get 30 minutes a game, yeah. have a chance to go out there, play, figure it all out, and he can be a really nice player. 
His athleticism is unmatched in the conference. His defending, shot blocking, ability to dunk, all that stuff's going to be great. I think to avoid it being a, a second year of Ashton Hagens, I know that this will be Jacob Toppin's third year at UK and blah, blah, blah. I'm just talking about an excitement level. They play different positions, you know. From I'm just talking from a personal excitement level. He's got to be able to knock down some shots. Yeah. If he does that, then I think you really are talking about an all-conference type player. If he can, I'd just say, knock down that elbow jumper and more importantly, be able to spread the baseline, that's going to be so big for this team. If he can knock down that 19, hell, take it out to the three-point line for all I care. But if he can if he can extend the floor and shoot above 34%, not really asking too much from shots from outside, it's going to be a really fun season. It's going to be a really good team. Well, and, and that's not a – I feel like that's not a reach because we saw him add that to – that floater he has is awesome because he can hang in the air for so long. That's an impossible shot to block. And I, I saw some folks – there was somebody, um, I think it might have been David Sis, talking about his per 40 being better. You can't compare like stats to ceiling and also what he athletically could do that Keon Brooks just couldn't do. So, uh, and By the way, Kyle Tucker insinuating Keon Brooks to Arizona. Oh. Which they just lost. Uh, who was that guy out of the draft? Benedict Matherin. Was Benedict that? Matherin. Okay. There we go. It was kind of a surprise. Don't call him Ben. But they they think that uh, United States is playing in Cincinnati tonight. Oh, nobody told me. You gonna go? No. Why not? They're playing Morocco. Took a train to Morocco just to kill the pain. We could have a Moroccan Christmas. Might hurt a little. Might hurt a lot. I don't know, but it's all I got. That's fun. If you're in Cincy, go to it. It's not a world. If it was again, if it was a World Cup qualifying, I'd say I'd go and then end up not going. But they do play tonight. Anyways, back to Toppin. He's hopping. Yeah, I just I I think that even though it's uh, Obi's brother, blah blah blah. I mean, they've shown similar career path trajectories, and with Oscar there, he doesn't have to be Mister Do Everything offensively, and it can allow him to work on his perimeter game. And also, he got a lot better as a catch and shoot guy. I, I just. And I don't think that's my brain just conflating. He did. I mean, he he got a lot better from year one to year two at Kentucky, now in his fourth year of college basketball. Really excited to see him on the floor. And also, I don't think we can discount what he brings off the court as well. Like, you have a core group that, I mean, even though Shibway showed up halfway through that year, there's a lot of guys who've been on this team three years. And I know they don't have a ton of success. But at least the, the continuity is there. There's a certain standard, and when the new guys get here, they'll have to meet that standard as soon as they step on campus. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, the I guess a knock on Toppin is that he's kind of like a goober, like he's the class clown, if you will. Intern Jacob, have you heard that around campus or anything like that? He seems like a pretty chill, goofy guy. He seems, and it's not anything bad. It's not anything that, like, you know, he's a bad student or doesn't, take basketball seriously it's just they they think that if he wants to be like his brother he'll need to hit the gym more just you know spend a a couple extra hours maybe 
outside of practice, you know, put in that extra work per se. And that's the stuff you hear about Toppin, but seems like an awesome dude. I'm happy to have him back. He is a freak. He does things that other people can't do. And then you pair him with Damian Collins, the that link, that athleticism, being able to block shots, one of those two. And then we talked about how Oscar improved as a shot blocker. He's in a similar boat. So uh, going to be a fun front court. I'd, I'd need somebody to tell me one that's better, and we'd need to kind of compare and match and figure it out. But I like what Kentucky's got. And one thing that's kind of – I don't – I think everybody knows it, but I'm just going to state it loudly, is UK – they they chose Jacob Toppin over Keon Brooks. Yep. They made that – and they chose Damian Collins over Keon Brooks, most likely. Mm-hmm. That one they could probably get away with – with Keon, hey, Keon, you cool taking significant step back next year, where Collins, it's actually going to be more minutes. but So maybe it worked out that way from a timing standpoint. But they chose Jacob Toppin over Keon Brooks. That should tell us. Now you can make a case why didn't they choose Jacob Toppin over Keon Brooks in that St. Peter's game. It's a good question. Mm. Calipari already kind of admitted yeah, yeah, mistake on that. Yeah, egg on his face. Let's read some text here on the Thornton's text line, 502 mm. It's going to be a doozy. Can't uh, wait. Good, and I don't know if we'll have time on it today, but intern Jacob, your old friends, Rutherford and Trevor, they really had themselves a day yesterday. You really got in their head. Holy – did you listen to any yeah, of it? Yeah, I listened to some of it, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. So Trevor mentioned just like he was going on a – Live on air, Rutherford read Nick's former ex-bosses, Matt Jones' tweet, saying, watch out for UK. I mean, it was really a uh, pretty bad we, tweet. We need, we need to read it because it had 75 qualifiers in it. Yeah. It was like, hold up, I'll just pull it up real quick. It said, um, <laughs> the first qualifier is there is a world. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, there's a lot of qualifiers in here. I am also told that there is a world where Dewan Wagner could end up joining UK in some capacity. Not finalized, but possible. There's I mean, a world. Could end up. In some capacity. Not possible. finalized. Possible. I mean, that that that's... Awesome. It, would, it would be really cool if that happened, but like, I don't... If, if, if you're going to do it, then just do it. I don't... I don't Coulda, woulda, shoulda. So D-A. Just do it. Not D-E. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. But I've had a typo or two before myself. Right. But the, when they read that on there, though, they got a little. So then Trevor, that folded in, that walked Trevor into. How desperate would you have to be not realizing like, the irony of just that sentence? Talking about Kentucky would be desperate to bring in Wagner. But you just you did the same thing. But it's different because oh. it's different. It's is different. It and this is where I was most dis- – because Trevor's going to say his wildly outlandish things. This is this is another thing with, like, Rutherford where you think that guy gets it, but then he'll make these comments like, do you? You really think baseball tournament's harder than the basketball tournament? <laughs> he said wow. that it's different because Milt used to coach and Dewan didn't used to coach. And Milt has ties to U of L, but I guess Dewan doesn't have ties to Calipari or his son. Th- that's why it's different. Oh, but he and does. And then he like legitimately tried to walk into like we didn't just do this for DJ. 
<laughs> There's a scenario where DJ wouldn't have existed and U of L would have done this anyways. Oh, and he yeah. was like, you know, DePaul almost hired Kenny, and I wouldn't have been surprised one bit if he would have hired Milt to join him at DePaul. D- That's because they've got DJ Frickin' Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Did Kenny try to get to or Milt a job with the Knicks? They try to get him any sort of, you know, we have you can be off-court personality. No, he didn't. Weird. And listen, just why can't you all call it? You got you hired the dude because you want his grandson. And if Kentucky does, and by the way, I'll believe it when I see it. I don't think UK will do this. I hope they do. I'd love it. Be awesome. Go do it, Cal. But I don't think they will. But if they do, it is literally. No different than what U of L just did. An attempt to try to secure DJ Wagner's commitment. And by the way, if you in this if any U of L fans listening out there, if UK does do this, and again, I do not think they do. Hope they do. Don't think they do. Forget about DJ Wagner. He will not, he's not going to U of L. If this actually happens, it's over. He's going to Kentucky. It's a big if right now, though. But Huge And I don't if. think it's going to happen. And I still think he goes to UK even with that. I think UK is going to get him without having to hire his dad. I think this thing is deeper than even the folks at UofL have any clue about. I have a Wagner opinion. Oh. Should we tease it? You can. Is it good? Mm. It's interesting. Okay. You heard it here first. That's all we needed. <laughs> That's all we needed. We need to go to our last break anyway. So we'll come back. We'll get to Intern Jacobs, Wagner's thought, and then we'll keep getting into the Thornton's text line. There's some doozies in there. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450. Welcome back. To Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. So remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, it felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And I, I had a feeling that I belonged. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. Best Bruce Springsteen song ever. Easily. I've always said that. TJ Walker, Nick Roush. Justin, Jacob, the whole crew here. Fun Wednesday. We got a lot of text to get to, but first, intern Jacob has a take. It's interesting. It's interesting. Let's hear it. Well, well, we we need the microphone to work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not Mm. working. Real shame. Could be a higher power trying to save you from a potentially not. There we go. Hey, not this time. (laughs) All right. So I did watch Wagner and I watched Dillingham three games apiece. So I I know both their bags, and I'm, this is not a hit on Wagner at all. I would love it if we got both of them, but right now and what I saw, I'd rather have Dillingham. Wow. Whoa. Hot take intern. The first game I saw Wagner playing, it was a close game. He had the ball in his hands. Final minute. Tie game, two turnovers, back-to-back possessions. Just folded. 
And this is an AAU tournament we're talking about. Well, this wait till he gets in the first round of the NCAA tournament. What's he gonna do? That's not good. Not a hit on him at all. He's a great player. Just Dillingham showed me more. I do think, and this isn't a homer take. Like Wagner's an amazing player. I really want Kentucky to get both. I really want Wagner in blue, and I certainly don't want him in red. I think Dill, you're gonna see Dillingham keep like slowly inching up rankings because. Speed sells. Speed is sexy, and he's the quickest guard in the class. So that's going, and he will soon be a Kentucky commit. So the quickest guard in the class also being a Kentucky commit. I bet he'll finish around like five in the final rankings. He's like eight now, isn't he? Yeah, I think one has him like 10 or 11. But yeah, I think you'll see him make a move to be a top five player. He was supposedly just amazing over this weekend. He shot 45% from three, 20 points a game, five or six assists, I think. Yeah, that's a goofy uh, – that's not goo- – goofy is probably not the right word. It's a it's an awkward shot, but it goes in, and it's a quick release. So it makes him even tougher to guard where you're so worried he's going to take you off the dribble, so you're playing off a little bit. And, yes, the release is a little lower than it should be, but he can get it off fast, so boom, nobody's in his face. doesn't matter if it's a little – if the release is a little bit lower. So I'll be really, really excited about him. All right, that was interesting, intern Jacob. You lived up to the billing. Doesn't happen often around these parts. Nope. A texter says, if we don't add any transfer receivers to the football team, how confident are you guys in our receiving core going into the season? While I think we have a very promising, fre- a few very promising freshmen, I have a hard time thinking they'd make such a big impact from the jump. Hard to think they could go on the road in a hostile environment and make noise. No, it's not very hard for me to think that at all. <laughs> you going to explain that? I'm just – Talent is talent. And I think also, yeah, I mean, you no, Wondell Robinson isn't walking that, through that door, but Tavion Robinson is going to get a line, share the catches. Really, really like, I mean, Kentucky's four deep at tight end. Their tight end room is loaded. And on top of that, um, I know you might question some of the freshmen, but we also like the way they recruited the pass receivers class. So, no. Not that worried. Yeah, I'd make a case that I think that probably last year's receiving core was better, but I don't think it's by a wide margin. I mean, last year's was good enough. I mean, last year's was good enough, and it was one guy, one and a half guys. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't need it. I mean, we've proven that you can have a successful passing offense without having a ton of dudes, and I think that this is the most talented receiver room since um, Steven Johnson, Keenan Burton, Jacob Tamey at tight end. I mean, it, it just is. They don't have the, the the one guy like you had with Wandell, but much deeper, much faster. Because a lot of the stuff, I mean, you don't have to be good at running routes to just run as fast as you can down the field. And Kentucky has three track and field athletes they recruited from this freshman class. They'll be fine. Texter says, Cal is no fool. He can recruit. He's got dudes that can recruit. Kentucky will be fine. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Texter says, why don't you guys take actual phone calls? Well, Funny um, kind of story with that. Um, have you ever heard any phone calls on here? So, <laughs> boom, roasted. <laughs> it actually started with Trevor acting like the phones didn't work, mm-hmm. when in reality we've been led to believe that they've always worked, always have worked, always will work. He just didn't want to look over there he and see if the phone was ringing. Because it, it doesn't make a bring. It just kind of, the white flashes, correct? And so it, got to, it was just kind of a laziness thing. But... 
it just kind of became a tradition of the show. We wanted people to be able to get in touch with us, but if the phone lines don't work, quote unquote, and they did work, then how are you going to get in touch with us? Well, the text line, Thornton's Thornton's text, text line, line. Yeah. and that's been great, and we've really, really enjoyed it. But the funny thing is, is that like Trevor has now turned the Mike Rutherford show into a no phone call show. Anything Trevor touches will turn into a no phone call show because phone calls, Justin, they're extra work. Just a little bit. You have to. Pick, yeah. yeah, but you have to move. Yeah, you have, you have to, to turn your body. Pick, you have, you have to, to push a button. Push a bu- another button and, and talk to another human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all. So you work. have to push three total buttons. Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and move your body, which I guess that's where the trouble comes in. But I, I'm not <laughs> anti phone call. But the different, we can spend as much time as we want on a text, like we have, you know, up, coming up on a minute on this one, versus a phone call. You just kind of have to let people drag on. Unless you just want to be rude. There's also a... And I don't, we don't want to be rude. You, you're more likely to... It takes a special person to call into a show. You know, being live on the air, you got to muster up some gusto. It's pretty easy to send a text. Yeah, texts are easy. Scoots, great choice for the B-Day celebration. Longhorns is an elite chain restaurant. Grandma will have a night to remember. Yep, she did. So nice. Ha- happy late birthday. Oh my, I said it. I said yesterday at the end of the show, happy birthday to my grandma. And then I instantly regretted it. Should have said, oh my, cause she's my German grandma. I've never called her grandma in my life. So happy late birthday. Oh my, have it you is- ever seen beer fest? Oh yeah, absolutely. Is she like the grandma on that? Uh, pretty similar. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> Uma. <laughs> uh, Longhorn slaps. I didn't know that. Oh, that's great. Actually, I've never been great. What's the play? Uh, I got I got an eight ounce sirloin with some mashed potatoes and broccoli, and it was phenomenal. It's got to be very similar to an Outback in a Texas Roadhouse, except better. Wow! Oh, you heard it here first. Texter says the atmosphere at Cliff when the Batcats were rocking and rolling was electric. Hundreds of students in the outfield going bonkers every game. There is nothing like it. Even if the Cats do become good again, I don't see it being the same at Kentucky Proud Park. Beautiful stadium, but it's like a library. Kentucky baseball had it made at the Cliff and should have just renovated it. A-plus location and setup. Missed those days. You would have thought I would have sent in this text message. Mm-hmm. Well said, Texter. Agreed. I do think that if Kentucky baseball is good, KPP could get to rocking and rolling again, but just sell booze. It's pretty simple. Not hard. People want to, if you're going to have to sit through a four-hour baseball game, shocker, somebody may want to have a beer during it. But the atmosphere. It's like a library, Mitch. Bruiser Scooter must have saved some of that German beer for the show yesterday after those takes. Woof. Woof. Bruiser Scooter made me laugh out loud. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I was still drunk from all the German beer. I laughed out loud when you when I read that one yesterday. Um, Texter says, TJ, do you like Chick-fil-A sauce? No, of course not. Uh, outstanding. That's the best. Doofus's rant on Bruiser is the worst take in radio history. Justin, you're a complete idiot and should never be allowed to speak again. <laughs> Suck it. Well, you heard it here first. I'll never be talking again. That was a little harsh, Texter. Oh, that was a little harsh. Yeah, I... I, I Man, I, I was happy to have intern Jacob because he was really taking the heat off of me. But on days he's not here, shoot, I still get you, it. You still find a way I to. I still get it. <laughs> Roll him up. Justin, I love you, but between your Bruiser and C-Rod takes, I think you need to stick to IU sports. The most noteworthy thing Bruiser's done at UK was put Dante Allen in at Michigan or Mississippi State, excuse me. And smoke is fine, but if he has a hangnail, he sits. Nothing like it. Like. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'm glad he followed up because I didn't remember my C-Rod take, but I, I'll, I'll still back up that one for sure. 
as a spectrum tech, we get a bad rap on arrival times. It's not like Chris Rock and Grown Ups anymore. We usually make a one-hour window. I have a lot of days where I don't have an 8 o'clock appointment, and they make me go early to a 9, get a lot of people cursing because, believe it or not, most people aren't awake doing a radio show from home at 8 in the morning. Sorry I don't work in Louisville or I'd fix your internet. Ah, well, you know what, uh, Spectrum Tech? They, it was early, and they were in and out in 25 minutes. Yeah, no joke. My first house in Lexington, I've told this story before, they gave me a nine-hour window, <laughs> showed up after that nine-hour window. The guy had a flashlight, was like, did all his work at like 9.30 at night. Really, really stepped up their game. So, and, But hey, the guy got the job done, and we had internet on Sunset, and it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Texter says, I talked to a player on the football team, but Chris Rodriguez is supposedly in some deep trouble, but no one knows the details. The vibe from how he told me, well, this is a Plumlee bro, by the way, the vibe of how he told me was they're just not going to have him at all this year. Just so incredibly unfortunate. Sources say by Plumlee bro. I mean, but that's the the weird part is everybody normally finds out. Nobody is talking. Says, Which makes me, I mean, I, I don't think it's a legal thing. I'm wondering if he, yeah, I'm actually, I'm not even going to speculate. I feel, like if, I feel like eventually the details will come out sooner than later. Nonetheless, wish him nothing but the best with his situation. Yeah, just, just bizarre. Ooh, speculate. Speculate. I mean, but if it was, it sounds like it was a recent development. But it, like, would he have just had to like punch Mark Stoops or something? I, I mean, you know, that that's the part that I don't, I have no idea what could be so heinous, but not actually like a you can't, crime yeah. like yeah so no, i don't that's a fair question and, may, and maybe we'll find out and we'll say oh okay right and right like, that's so that's there we why. go yeah. there's the but even if it was and, and again we're being silly with this because we're a radio show but like if it was mark stoops don't you think if you like punch mark stoops don't you think stoops would be like he means we're gonna win. Back. <laughs> if it means we're gonna win 10 games then saddle on up partner i like your fight uh it's got to be something pretty serious but yeah you're right nobody's got any idea Maybe we didn't get the full scoop on the DUI situation. I, I've, that's crossed my mind as well. That like, did is there something more? Did you know? Did an investigation lead to something else? Or, but you even feel like that would have gotten out because it'd be in a police report or yeah. Again, it'd be kind of public information. A texter says, "Just saw this in Paris. Hope you get the pick. Cards are back. That must be for the Rutherford show. Mm. It's a place called Le Cardinal. Hmm. They serve up." Um Disappointment. Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> Bet that place hasn't seen a postseason in years. Sounds like Scoots wants to camp out with Bruiser Flint. That'd be a great time. Me and Bruiser have a big old time with that. Bruiser does look like a good time. Oh, he he's a great guy. Be great for our segment, Dingus Does It. <laughs> there you go. You two just share a tent together? <laughs> oh, we get him like an old like Civil War tent. <laughs> oh, just canvas. <laughs> <It's a> can- <laughs> they got to eat beans on the campfire. Oh boy! If I had like unlimited money and a production team, we could do some fun. We could do some fun stuff. <sighs> who wouldn't want to live? Who wouldn't want to see Bruiser and Dingus live in a little four by eight tent? I'd go to bat for him every day. <laughs> Scoots, you can play around with three living people. Who are you playing with? No iguanas or housewives? Damn it! <laughs> um, so I put some a little bit of thought into this. I would have to take Tiger Woods. Best golfer of all time. He would provide some motivation for me to play a little better. I would have to take Blake Shelton just because he is a fun, jolly guy who has a great laugh, so he'll keep the round fun. And then I would have to take Charles Barkley just because he sucks and he would make me really feel good about my game. Ooh, I, I like the Barkley edition. It's like I'm not the worst person in this group. Yeah. Well, you know what we have today? 
We got Aaron Rodgers playing. Oh, that's, that's today? today. That's today. Wow. And you want to talk about something Five. nobody cares about? What time's that start? I think you start? have to watch it on the Bleacher Report app. Oh God! Hopefully, that's Definitely something you can download that. on like a Roku. I'm sure it would be right. Probably, yeah. I would think that. What time's that start? Five forty-five, I believe. Sweet. Yep, definitely will not be. Uh, what are the teams again? Mahomes, Rodgers. I think they're against one of them. Uh, Mahomes and Rodgers are. Is it Rodgers and Brady? Sounds right. Yeah. I forget who the fourth is. Is it um, Josh Allen? Yeah. Brady and Rodgers versus Allen and Mahomes. Yeah. Brady and Rodgers are going to kill him. Yeah, about a lot. Not even going to be close. Oh, it's 6.30, by the way, so I guess the coverage is yeah. 5.45. Well, I'll have it on, I guess, if I can watch it. Ooh, can we bet it? Oh. If, if, if you're not excited about something, put bet some it. money on it. <laughs> put some money on it. Uh, Th- not- that'll probably be more of a live bet situation. You can't live bet in Kentucky, though. What now? We're in Indiana. We are at this moment. <laughs> not will not be later on in this moment. Okay, texter 502-414-1450 says, just rebuild Kerwin Tower and stick them in there. Ooh, an idea for a dorm. Make it really cool, and then, you know, those dorms where, like, your doors open up to the big lobby, and then it seems like once a year a bunch of people sing and stuff, and it makes those cool videos? These dorms open up, but it's just a basketball court. So at all Ooh. hours, you can hear basketball being played. What great motivation. If Jacob Toppin has a tough time getting out of bed and he just hears people playing basketball 24-7, probably get annoyed by that. Probably go out there and play a little basketball. That is going to be funny in like the nil era, though, what these schools are going to do in terms of housing, dorms, facilities. Mm-hmm. We're just getting started, bro. If you thought like waterfalls or barbershops and facilities was crazy, just wait. A texter says, promo code BIGX actually works at ShadyRace.com. It does. Unlike the expired Salsaritas coupons Trevor gave me. Oh, those work too. <laughs> Don't you worry, buddy. Do they actually not work? Because that would be pretty embarrassing if they just turned you down up there. I think they, I think they work. Yeah. I think they would, too. Yeah. Another texture on the Thornton's text line. That's promo code BIGX at ShadyRace.com, by the way. 25% off. Nice Big deal. X. Thank you for using the promo code, by the way. They helped us out there, texture. John here. Good morning to all. KT Turner, come on down and try and help us win number nine. Woo. This is a solid hire, and I will take every opinion as fact. I'm not sure I've never heard of this guy. I was hoping for a more exciting pick, such as Jalen Rose or someone like that. See, and that's the thing, TJ. Is I think if you, the only way to have some sort of big move that would get folks excited would be just somebody who has no coaching experience and could be a, an absolute disaster for the program. High risk, high reward. Not as much risk in this one. Uh, he almost actually coached at Rupp until it was whenever um, I think Shaka got COVID and he was going to bring Texas up. He was the associate head coach that took over at the time. And then UK had COVID stuff and that SEC Big 12 Challenge game got canceled. Mm hmm. So that, that's where you might have seen him before, was uh, maybe doing some interviews ahead of that game, John. I just thought a bigger name would really help out with getting the fans all riled up for a good reason. I want to say Coach Stoops is probably the more favorable coach on campus right now. Coach Cal has some ground to make up. Got to go. Talk to you later. Have a good day, John. Always great hearing from you, buddy. How bad do you guys think the Sharp Camp played Kentucky and Cal? So bad. I love that oh, line, too. So bad. He got played. And guess what? If we had a similar situation, we'd do it all again, baby, because you'd be dumb not to. Seriously. And unfortunately, Sharp just wanted nothing to do with touching a basketball. 
in college. Yep. Kentucky thought he did. Turns out he didn't. That stinks, but if the number one player next year wants to do the same, we're ready to hurt again, baby, because you don't say no to that. Jessica Simpson, Duke of Hazard. Good, uh, answer. Great good answer. Good answer. Great call. Good, good answer. answer. Show me Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Ding! Ah. That, that would definitely be on the board. JK about to get roasted on the text line for a second day in a row. <laughs> hey, if I get roasted for the whole Sandra Bullock thing, you, I'm fine. You will get roasted. I am fi- I'm fine with that. I- I'm good. I bet you'll I have can, one or two people come to your defense. Though. I can sleep easy tonight knowing that that was my answer to that question. It was a bad answer. Great bad answer. answer. Bad answer. <laughs> uh, texter says, I had the exact same answer as intern Jake. Damn, I'm basic. I, Jessica Beal at my, at my third from the exact movie, You Guys Are In My Mind. Wow. I guess they mean they had. They it's not had basic. Jessica That's Beale. the right answer. Well, yeah, there's right answers to this stuff. And Jessica Beale, number one, though. I mean, that, <laughs> no one, that one scene. Imagine you're, if you were Adam Sandler in that one scene, you're like, jig is up. I am I'm not actually, I'm not attracted to Larry. Or is it Chuck? Which, oh, I forget which one's I which. forget which one's which. I yeah. am totally into girls. Um, <laughs> or is, But he didn't blow his cover. Didn't he, blow his cover. He hung firm. How about Anna... De Armas. Anna De Armas. Yeah, she was the she's the chess girl. The chess girl. She like carries the chest around. No, you want chess. The the Netflix show. Oh, her. The little kid. She was uh, in the new Bond movie. <laughs> Talking diesel gas flamethrower in a volcano. Hot. I would leave my wife today. Oh wow. Don't, I hope she doesn't know you're texting in the show. Never saw No Time to Die. Oh, she is. She, she is, is attractive, she, but I haven't seen that movie, so I can't really. Cute woman. Uh, weigh in. Where's the dress? Well. Wouldn't it be cool to wear formal wear more often? Uh, Matt Jones is so cut out that he's back to running with message board scuttlebutt. I don't think that's totally true. But, hey, there's nothing wrong with message board scuttlebutt. A lot, no. of, a lot of truth in message board scuttlebutt. Yeah. Fellers. I was bored at work yesterday and was watching the YouTube and found myself watching Will Levis highlights. Always a good time. And I think people were talking about his New Mexico State game enough. Now, I know it was one when Aggie's team... But he still has to go through progressions, make the right decisions, and more importantly, make the throws. He had a lot of touch passes that would go into tight windows or right over defender. People talk about his big jump Lev is supposed to take. I think of that game myself. Y'all have a good one. That's from Levi. Levi, good to hear from you, buddy. You can see some of those throws. I mean, you saw that in the Iowa game uh, on the last play. He threw a nice touch pass to Wandell to go 51 yards down the field. They did that against Georgia. He did that quite a, quite a few times. Uh-oh. I just wouldn't count in the New Mexico State game. What's going on, Mr. Sports Talker? Okay, never mind. Oh, okay. Just do you you don't take little Duke to daycare, do you? I do not. Well, they can like send you little messages through an app. Uh-huh. The new school just sent their first message, so I just you know oh. was scared. It was just do they don't they typically just send pictures of her like smiling and stuff like look, baby's happy. So the old place did send pictures. This place, oh, no pictures. Which there's nothing better during your work day just to look down and see a cute little picture of your girl. But um, no, this one was just in response to something my wife had said. I did not see that. So all is good. No Ooh. worries. Ooh. You just get a message. You're like, what could this yeah. be? What could this be? UK is getting DJ. They will hire daddy if they need to make sure of that. Uh, another Fine text. by me. Do that if you got to do that. But I, I think they're getting them even if they don't have to hire daddy. But if they do, I won't feel shameful whatsoever. No. You've lost I would just, out, I would just say, like, suck at Louisville. You've lost out on like four straight players because of some shenanigans. Yeah. So if you are the ones doing the shenanigans this go around, fine by me. Somebody tweeted me a picture. It took me a while. I had to zoom in. 
Corbin tweeted me a picture of a guy with a Duke license plate uh, frame, but also a UK logo trailer hitch cover. Hmm. Yeah. Strange combo. Yeah, not 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 nice. Maybe the D and the E fell off the UK logo. Don't think so. Texture says that Wagner take is how interns lose internships. Tread lightly, intern Jacob. Wow. They're just they're, You guys agree with that? They're no, they're they're just they're poking. They're having fun with you. Yeah. Last but year, I, I do like <laughs> though, that you are you're you're at least insistent. Dillingham can be just as good as Wagner as you're over. Yeah, I'm so. not just sh- shutting out Wagner at all. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just telling you what I saw and what I think. And I'm cool with that. It was nice to have some analysis there. Last year's wide receiver corps not better than what this year's will be. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, if it is worse, that would be unfortunate because it was Wandell was awesome, but there wasn't a whole lot else out there to help. But him. even if it's worse, the passing game was good enough last year. Good yeah. enough for 10 wins. So even yeah. if it's a little worse, it should still be fine. I don't think it'd be anything to panic. But the thing is, even if the wide receiver core could be a little bit worse, Levis could be a little bit better. And it could end up making the passing game equal to what we saw last year. Or maybe if Levis is a lot better, maybe it makes the passing game even with a little bit of a worse wide receiving core better. And if we really want to do a positive spin zone, I would hate not having Chris Rodriguez. It seems like UK will not have Chris Rodriguez. That absolutely stinks. You will have better backs in the passing game yeah. in the backfield now. So mm-hmm. that could help the passing game too. If you're looking for a, a, a positive spin, although I'd much rather have Rodriguez. Texture says, Trevor's the laziest POS in radio. I wonder who is. I mean, if it's not Trevor. It's, I mean, there's no other option. And we say this endearingly. I, I, yeah, I don't agree with the POS part, but yeah. he's definitely the laziest in radio. He's a POS, a piece of sunshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell Sunshine that Texas Roadhouse kills Logan's and Outback. Wow, shots fired. This must text must be coming in from Oklahoma. It's just not true. It is true. Texas Roadhouse is the best. The Australian girl from Hall Pass. My goodness. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Indiana Tim says, I got nothing. Go Cats. (laughs) Oh, man. One story we didn't get to today. The the face slap over fantasy football. Yeah. Well, I guess just more details have come out. It's sillier, but I just love that they're like, Mike Trout sucks as a fantasy football commissioner. Like, this is all coming back to Mike Trout. The most... Um, in significant superstar athlete ever, maybe he gets paid a hundred something million dollars and is just the most vanilla, awesome baseball player ever. Milk toast is what one might describe him as. All right, let's wrap up the show like this. Favorite thing about Kentucky? We'll start with the Hoosier. Hey, we do have one more text, by the way. <laughs> oh, intern Jacob's intern Jacob is cackling. It's pretty funny. Justin like B. Arthur too. <laughs> Y'all know who B. Arthur is? No. Look her up. She was in... Um, <laughs> Get you a good laugh. She was in uh, All in the Family. One of those 80s sitcoms or something. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> All right. Favorite thing about Kentucky? Oh, no. B. Arthur's a golden girl. That's what it is. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. It was an 80s sitcom. Gotcha. All right. My favorite thing about Kentucky is the fact that they let me come over there to work and they pay me. In Kentucky money. Damn it, Justin. That is my the favorite thing, about Kentucky. thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You better. And I don't have a whole lot of things I like about Kentucky, for being honest. I like Lynn Family Stadium. Woo! That a boy. All right, intern Jacob, favorite thing about Kentucky. All right. Um, 
I think we're in the safe spot where we get along with everybody. Oh, that's nice. North and south. <laughs> that's. Are there some places that don't? We're, mean, we're grandfathered you into could, both. You could make an argument. Yeah, you could. You could. Roush? I uh, love beautiful horse country. Really appreciate it as I get older. Like going and watching the horses race. Like seeing them out in the fields. Just feels like time moves a little slower when you're out with the ponies and the wonderful bluegrass. I enjoy how nice Kentuckians mostly are to one another. You can run into just complete strangers and people generally are pretty friendly and will want to help you out or try to figure things out. doesn't mean everybody in the state is, but most folks are. I think the law of averages, you come across nice folks. And then secondly, God bless Keeneland. Mm-hmm. And God bless Shady Rays. God bless Shady Rays. Perfect for when you go to Keeneland. All right, everybody have a great Wednesday. Happy birthday to Kentucky. Remember... Make a, an original podcast tweet. So tweet out the podcast. If you're not on Twitter, you can do it on Facebook if that's easier for you. If you're not on either but you want to be entered in, then just, you know, email me. I don't know if you'd even know my email. but uh, So just tweet out the podcast, and we're going to give away some Shady Rays as a happy birthday Kentucky gift to one lucky listener. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on Thursday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, 96 1 FM, 1450 FM. Are you and your homies might be lying?